Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Ashley. I'm Matt. And this is another special edition of Mashley at the Movies. It's one of our 31 days of Halloween, where each day in October we discuss a movie in the horror, thriller, mystery genre. And today's movie is called The House That Dripped Blood. Yeah, and came out in 1971 and it was made by Shepperton Studios. And basically it's an anthology. It contains four separate stories that are loosely connected by the fact that they in some way involve a rental house <laughs> uh, that's it's spookyish looking house. Mm-hmm. And basically bad things befall whoever rents it. Yes. And uh, so, yeah, four, four distinct stories uh, with different characters uh, who have rented the house. Right. So, you know, this movie is um, enjoyable enough. Um, it For, a, you know, a cozy night in autumn, um, it's a nice movie to watch. It's very, very tame. So with a, with, a, <clears throat> with a title like The House That Dripped Blood, you know, you might be expecting some blood. But they're actually, I don't remember any, any blood in this movie nope. at all. Um, Which I'm fine with. I, I'm, I think I'm it works with, without that. Yeah. I'm fine with that. It's just the title is a bit of a misnomer. <laughs> but, um, I think what I, I enjoyed most about this movie is seeing the the lead actors who are in each of the anthologies. So I think each each story, each of the four stories has a lead actor. Mm-hmm. And the first one, Denholm Elliott. Yes. And then there's Peter Cushing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Christopher Lee. And then, of course, last but not least, John Pertwee. The third Doctor Who. Who we know and love as the third Doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're just great actors and they're fun to watch. Um, you know, Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee, this is like their kind of movie, right? This kind of British horror film. Yeah. Um, it, and this, you know, it reminded me a little bit of kind of the Hammer horror films that we've talked a little bit about before. Um, but... Not in a way, too. I mean, it seemed a little more modern, I guess. I don't, I don't know. And maybe a little, even a little lighter on the budget than a horror, than a Hammer horror film. Um, I don't know. I thought each of the individual stories were just okay. I mean, they, they seem to be made up of a lot of horror cliches, like vampires and, you know, the bad, the evil child and... I, I don't know. There just wasn't a lot of original content, but what it was just, it was interestingly done. And again, I liked the actors. I think the actors added a lot to enjoying mm-hmm. the experience, but no, I am. Um, the four stories <clears throat> I thought worked well in the fact that they were short. Um, yes. Yes. There's some movie I watched recently and I don't know whether, I think it was part of this for part of this, you know, 31 Days of Halloween series we're doing. I can't remember which one, though. But, um, you know, it was only like an hour and a half, hour and 40 minutes. But, mm-hmm. boy, I felt to, I thought to myself, actually, when I was watching it, that it's. I don't know if its concept stretches to a full movie. Right. Um, again, I can't remember which movie that was. But <clears throat> here, these concepts, I think they do them just long enough mm-hmm. um, to where um, they kind of get in and they get out. And they don't really overstay their welcome. 
Mm-hmm. That's not to say some are better than aren't better than, than others. Um, I won't say which which ones are which, but there uh, there two of the stories actually do not involve supernatural occurrences. Mm-hmm. There's a, a reality based reason or, or, or yeah explanation for what's going on, mm-hmm. but two of the stories are supernatural, mm-hmm. and I th- actually preferred the non supernatural ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know whether it's because they were non supernatural or just because I thought they were better stories. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny. So the very last one, the John Pertwee one, um, I did some reading of this movie afterward. We rewatched it. And that particular uh, story, apparently, according to John Pertwee, he had started doing it like kind of as a camp, you know, like, like kind of uh, comedically. Right. Mm-hmm. But then uh, some sort of executive came in to, to, to the set one day and like saw what was happening. It was like, no, 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 no. This, this needs to be more horror based. Mm-hmm. So they didn't actually go back and reshoot anything, though. So, but going forward, they just kind of tried to be more serious in tone, mm-hmm. and that made that that clicked when I read that because that um, felt tonally off to me that particular segment yeah. because uh, some of it, some of the times, um, I felt it seemed a little more serious, and other times I was like, I was like, and I was watching it, I'm like, so is John Pertwee trying to mug for the camera because <laughs> it's it's really kind of odd, and yeah. and it was funny because I didn't feel like the other stories. We're going at all for a comedic angle. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, that's very... It was very obvious when you were watching it that that, for, that fourth story, the one with John Pertwee, is just kind of goofy and silly in, in, in lots of it. But then there's other scenes where it's not so much... I don't know. It felt totally off within itself, but also it felt like it really didn't belong in the same movie mm-hmm. uh, as the other three. Um, but I, I really like... John Pertwee, and he's fun to just watch be goofy. So yeah. you know, I went along with it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I love John Pertwee. Yeah, and it's another thing. And I'm not really going to ding the movie for this, but I do note that uh, it's a little odd. So you know, the movie is bridged. I mean, these stories are bridged by a police detective mm-hmm. who comes from I think Scotland Yard to this countryside area where this house is at. Actually, because of the events of the fourth story. Mm-hmm. So John Pertwee is a famous actor in this story. Right. And he goes missing. <clears throat> so at the beginning of this movie, the Scotland Yard detective comes on the scene to investigate. So then the local detective fills him in on what's been happening. So that's why we, that's how we are, you know, privy <coughs> to these other things that have gone on, these other three stories. Yeah. And... Well, the thing I was going to mention was, I mean, there's a lot of detail. When you watch these stories like play out, there's no way that the police could know right. all the stuff that was happening. Unless everyone took like detailed diaries and left them behind, there's no way you're going to know no. all this information. But again, I'm really not going to ding it on that. That's just It's just a funny <laughs> it's thing. It's a I storytelling do. device. And there's a lot of movies that have that issue. Mm-hmm. You just have to kind of ignore that. Yeah. I did. Uh, I did like the house. Uh, the exterior of the house. It looks like a, kind of a spooky house, and I liked what they did with the interior. I mean, it, it's obviously the the budget wasn't huge, but the interior was spooky enough and kind of oldy worldy enough that it it created a certain mood that that I liked. I would agree with that. Yeah, no, it was good. And uh, I should say that this movie was written by Robert Block. He did oh, the screenplay. Yes. So. He, you know, is fairly well known. He's, he was a novelist, but um, Hitchcock adapted his novel uh, into what became Psycho. Right. And that kind of, um, after that, Robert Block did a lot of 
teleplays and then um, you know some movie mm-hmm. um, screenplays as well. This is one of them. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think this. I think this is good. I, I, you know, it's not by any means perfect, but it's um, in, in even in, in in some of the stories, you know, there's no blood, there's no whatever, but mm-hmm. there's some genuine. I felt like suspense, you mm-hmm. know, and a little bit of. Of terror, sure. you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I I like it. I I give it a, I give it an. This may be a little bit high, but I give it an eight. How about okay. you? I'll, I'm going to give it a seven. Okay, so our score is a seven and a half. It is on the tomato meter. The critic score is an eighty-five percent, and the audience score is fifty-eight percent. So interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure what the quote-unquote more modern viewer i.e. someone younger than us. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure what they would make of this. It might be a little too slow um, for them. Yeah. And, a little, and maybe a little too bloodless. I don't know. I think you have to kind of be open to this kind of, this style of, this older style of, of film. Yeah. I think a lot of people, even in our age group, might find it a little slow. Yeah. But. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you.